The Feminist Coach Academy podcast is proudly supported by Perk Digital, helping professional and entrepreneurial women amplify their message, build their body of work, and leave a legacy through podcasts. For more information about how podcasts can help you build your brand, visit perkdigital.com.au. Welcome to the Feminist Coach Academy podcast, where inclusive feminism, business, and coaching meet. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the co-founders of the Feminist Coach Academy, Naomi Arnold and Cameron Aaron. We are feminist life and biz coaches, both passionate about helping coaches, therapists, helping professionals, practitioners, and entrepreneurs integrate a feminist lens and perspective into their businesses, life, and client practice. On this podcast, we plan to help you do so. Now let's get started. Hey there. Before we get to today's episode, I want to let you know about a new freebie that we have for you in the Feminist Coach Academy. It is your free Feminist CEO monthly review and renew workbook and edible template. If you don't already sit down with your business at least once a month and put on your inner Feminist CEO hat and review and renew your business, then we highly recommend you download this freebie for you, this free workbook and template to help you work on your business, not just in your business. In this workbook and edible spreadsheet template, you will be guided to examine data like your goals, priorities, and vision, social media, mailing lists, Google Analytics, self-care, growth, mindset, personality, and uniqueness, finances, your feminist values, and more. Setting up a feminist CEO review and renew session and process will help you review the month that has passed and inform your approach for the month forward. Our members find this incredibly helpful. We do it every month with them and we find it helpful as well. And we think you will too. So go to feministcoachacademy.com forward slash feminist dash CEO, or you can just go to feministcoachacademy.com, click on free resources and you can get this resource there or click on the link in the episode notes. Make sure you download this valuable free resource for your business today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I just want to start off this episode by giving gratitude to you for listening, whether this is your first time listening or whether you've been listening for a while. Thank you so much. So today's episode is all about why the personal growth world needs a feminist analysis Rarely do I see it framed as personal growth needs a feminist analysis. It's a different way of putting it that is more distinct. You know, it has like a stronger, more powerful message. And I think that, you know, what I see is that this really isn't the case often. You know, you know, there's a lot of people out there Maybe not a lot, but there are some people out there 
who are trying to shake this up and they are trying to bridge that social change and personal growth, those worlds that really already are connected but so many of us aren't in tune with that connection. We aren't really bringing our awareness to that interconnection. I don't think you can have one without the other. Although there are plenty of people who are trying to have one without the other and plenty of people who teach one without the other. But I really don't think that you can overall. I don't think it's going to serve you or all of us you know, ultimately. So why personal growth needs a feminist analysis? Basically, if personal growth doesn't have a feminist analysis, it is going to perpetuate patriarchy and white supremacy and capitalism and these systems of oppression if it is not consciously working towards unlearning that oppression and acknowledging it and really integrating liberation into their personal growth and into their life and all of that. And you can see this patriarchy played out in um, very big ways in the personal growth world. I have been doing personal growth work basically ever since I was an adult. It's just something I've always been interested in. And I haven't always coached around it, but I was interested in personal growth and psychology and counseling. And I uh, went to, through a counseling training in my mid-20s. And I've always been doing some kind of personal growth work. But somehow, even though I have been doing this work for a while, there are some major people in the personal growth world that I never... I never knew their work. I never read their books. I never went to their talks. There's some big players in the industry who I just actually didn't know much about at all. And one of those people is Tony Robbins. (laughs) And I bring up Tony because Tony to me is a really good example of perpetuating patriarchy within personal growth. And, you know, I asked myself, how come I never really gravitated towards Tony? How come I never, you know, really read his books or, you know, went to his, you know, workshops or I never saw him speak? How come everybody knows Tony but me? And I realized that I had heard of Tony, but I consciously chose not to follow him because I could sense that his energy was not in alignment with my feminist beliefs. And then the more I learned about Tony and I saw things on social media and I was hearing stories from women who have worked with him or, you know, been to his speaking gigs and And just their experiences. And even men. I was reading articles from men who loved Tony, but then they decided to stop seeing him as a guru and stop engaging with his work because, you know, at a certain point, they just felt manipulated, stuff like that. So you might love Tony. And this isn't a bash on Tony in particular, but I'm just using him as an example of someone who I do not think is consciously feminist. 
At least he has not shown that to me. And who has done things that do perpetuate patriarchy. And I remember there was a social media post that a lot of people were talking about that he had posted on Instagram. Something about he he posted a picture of him with some other well-known wealthy men in the United States. Maybe one of them was in the UK. And, you know, he basically was saying like the people that are closest to you or that you choose to have in your life are are going to reflect on how successful you're going to be. And all of the people in the picture were men, you know, cis men. And all of them are white except for one. And it was just a really obvious example of patriarchy. And it's like, really, Tony, there were no women in your life that you learned from that helped you be successful, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I actually looked at the comments of that post, which I don't normally do. But I just wanted to see if other people were seeing what I was seeing, if his fans were picking up on this, you know, patriarchy and how they were feeling, what they were thinking about it. And they were picking up on it. And I don't know if the men were, but I did see from a lot of women that they were like, um, hey, Tony, like, I really like you, but yeah, what about the women? Thanks for showing the women. And there were so many comments from women about that, pointing that out. And I don't know if Tony ever responded to that. You know, if he ever kind of tried to make amends and say, oh, actually, there have been women in my life who have helped me be successful. Probably his wife, probably his mom, probably a lot of other women, right? I don't know, but but I use Tony as an example because he has been a life coach and motivational speaker for a long time, and he was like probably one of the most well-known, if not the most well-known life coach speaker that we know, um, at least in the US. And I don't just see this with Tony, but I see a lot of leaders in the personal growth world, and a lot of them are women too, who do perpetuate this sort of patriarchal mindset and business practices and ways of doing things. And then what that does is it creates this patriarchal culture and a culture of white supremacy within the personal growth world. So where, yeah, there's a lot of like, you know, famous women life coaches and leaders of personal growth now, but some of them do perpetuate patriarchy in in different ways. But also, there's a lot of white supremacy that is being spread around, you know, and when you look at who are the main, you know, leaders of the personal growth world, who are the people's whose books are bestsellers, who gets to speak on stage, who's selling out, you know, stadiums and conferences, who is, you know, who are the people that speak at these events, most of them are white. And it's not because there aren't people of color who aren't amazing life coaches and leaders of personal growth and personal development, because there absolutely are. But you can see how when people are not aware of patriarchy and white supremacy, and they don't have a feminist analysis that they are bringing with them, and integrating into personal growth, you can see how a culture 
of patriarchy and white supremacy gets perpetuated over and over again. So the patriarchal white supremacist, you know, capitalistic world within the personal growth industry is really just another replica of it in society as a whole, right? Living in these oppressive systems in society, if we never question those systems and we don't actively work to dismantle them and unlearn them and unlearn the oppression that we've internalized, then we can run the risk of perpetuating and, you know, basically creating a replica of that in other areas. So if personal growth doesn't have a feminist analysis, right, if it's not aware of the systems of oppression, then it's just going to repeat this system of oppression and how it shows up. Right. And then the people at the top are going to be white men, white people in general. And here we go. We're just going to keep repeating this same oppressive system of domination over and over again and so on and so forth. And then there are all of these messages that white people like to reproduce over and over again within the personal growth world that do not take oppression and privilege into account, right? So if you don't have that feminist analysis, that intersectional feminist analysis, then you're probably going to alienate a lot of people because of your own lens as a white privileged person, right? Who you know, if you don't question the systems of oppression, if you don't have awareness or consciousness of how that oppression, you know, shows up and your own privilege, then when you talk about personal growth and when you coach or when you teach, some of your messages might be coming from this unquestioned white lens. And that's going to alienate a lot of people. And that can also perpetuate whiteness and patriarchy within your work within the personal growth world and within that work. So the personal growth world desperately needs a feminist analysis. But the thing is, not everyone has a feminist analysis. We're not taught feminism growing up. We're not taught, you know, hey, this is the oppressive society that we live in. Although women know you know, they, we all experience sexism as women, you know, um, black women know misogynoir, like interconnected experience of sexism and racism. People of color know racism on a daily basis. So some of us that are oppressed know our oppressions. Not everyone does. I've met many women who say I've never experienced sexism in my life. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have it, but you may not be aware that you have. You may not be aware of how it shows up, but it's hard to escape and be completely outside a system of oppression, right? A society that operates from that oppressive dynamic, from that structure. So we know oppression through our experiences, but so many of us don't have that analysis that we've developed, you know, the feminist analysis. And I love seeing more awareness around this. I love seeing people rising up 
and talking more about how much the personal growth world needs to shift and really adopt this analysis and really needs to be inclusive and really needs to shake things up and really be a place of freedom, right? Because personal growth, it can only go so far without acknowledging oppression, right? Without acknowledging internalized oppression, without acknowledging the very real structures in society, you know, thinking that everyone has the same access to everything is false, you know, and it is ignorant. And we are not on an equal playing field. We are not on an equal playing field. In the US in particular, not everyone is treated equally. And we know that from history. And we know it just from our everyday lives. Those of us that have been socialized as women, we know every single day, you know, we've got to be careful when we operate in the world. Nope, not going down that street. That could be dangerous. Nope, not walking, going for a run at night. That could be dangerous. You know, there are things in our everyday life, the way that we live, so much of it is based on the oppression that we experience. And that isn't often talked about in the personal growth world. And so often the message is, you know, take responsibility for everything in your life and you can just have anything that you want and you just need to go for it. You just need to work hard. (laughs) I mean, who's not working hard? I mean, seriously. But, you know, I do think taking responsibility for our lives is a great thing to do. And it's good to take responsibility also for the oppression we've internalized and to really like free ourselves from it. But are we responsible for the racism we experience? Well, I don't experience, but you know, if you experience that, are we responsible for the sexism we experience? No, but what we do have a responsibility as humans, as people who care, and as people who are connected to one another, we're all connected. We do have a responsibility to help change the system. So those of us that have more privileges, you know, it absolutely is our responsibility to help make this world a more freeing place for everyone. And to also recognize that as long as some people aren't free, Neither are we, you know, and that's something that Audre Lorde talked about too. I mean, and it's true though. How can you have certain humans being free when other humans are not? I mean, really, is that freedom? So in that sense, it's absolutely part of spirituality to fight for justice, to fight for liberation and freedom. So personal growth world needs a feminist analysis. And that means we operate from that place. Our personal growth world is interconnected with the social change that we want to create, with the liberation that we want to create and the justice that we demand. It's all connected, always. And it is complex and we're not always going to get it right. And, you know, the mistakes are going to be made and that's okay. We just keep going anyway. And we just keep creating more freedom anyway. We just keep doing what feels right and free. So I do believe that everyone has unique gifts and strengths to offer the world. 
And we all have, in the words of Lena West, who is an awesome business coach, she said something about how she believes everyone has a job to do. And what we need to do is help you find that job and do it. And what she means by that is you have these gifts and these strengths and this purpose in this lifetime. And we just need to find out what that is and get you doing it because that's where you're going to be happiest. And that's where you're going to be most effective in this world. So if you're a writer, yes, write, you know, and create change through your writing, right? If you are, maybe your strength is being a therapist or a coach and holding space and offering that emotional support or that mindset support. So great. Also creating change through that, right? And how can you create liberation and justice through your coaching and all of that? And some people's roles are going to be working at the bank, you know? I mean, we need people working at the bank, but maybe it's working at a local bank, you know, or a bank that's less capitalistic and oppressive in society or something, right? I think that every role can also play a role in liberation and social change. And everyone has a different role and not everyone has to go out there and march and protest. Some of us are going to be depleted by that and then we won't be effective in society and making a contribution and, you know, creating a more freeing space for all of us. And that's okay. But, you know, it's about each of us finding our strengths and gifts and then using them, but, and also learning how to also use those strengths and gifts for liberation and justice. You doing more of that, you know, get you doing that and creating change through that. And then also taking it a step further and having that feminist analysis in your work and guide your work so that your work is stemming from a feminist lens, which means that you see things through a lens of, is this perpetuating oppression? Is this coming from patriarchy? Okay, what's a different way of doing something? What's a more freeing way? So it takes time to develop that analysis, but it does take time and you don't have to get it perfect and just begin wherever you're at. You know, if you are new to developing that feminist analysis and that feminist lens, just follow feminists that resonate with you. Follow a variety of feminists, though, that resonate with you. Follow diverse feminists, you know, follow disabled feminists, trans feminists, you know, black feminists, all different kinds of feminists and learn and listen and slowly begin to integrate that lens and analysis into your own life and your work, whatever it is, whatever your work is, and in just your everyday life, right? In your relationships, in the structures with your family, with your kids, right? Letting that feminist analysis and lens guide your life. And sometimes though, when we're new to feminism or new to learning about feminism, we can get real angry. (laughs) I, you know, was first learning about feminism in college. I got my undergrad in women and gender studies and hell yeah, I was pissed off. (laughs) 
But if you're, the more you learn, the more you know, the more you're like, holy shit. So it's okay to get angry. It's okay to have all of a sudden like, whoa, I am having all these intense emotions about what I'm learning more about or what I'm becoming more aware of. That's okay. The anger is not something you have to sit with for forever. I mean, if you're paying attention, you're going to be angry, right? Like there's always going to be some kind of, this isn't right, and I'm pissed about it. But you can turn that anger into action, and that's when it can be effective. And sometimes, you know, people can start to feel guilty the more that they learn like, oh God, I've been doing this my whole life, or oh God, I'm not doing enough, or oh no. Try to silence that guilt, you know, try to not give into it. It's not about you not doing enough. It's not about what you've done or where you've been. Try to leave that guilt or the shame at the door. You know, you can feel it for a little bit. You want to feel your feelings, but then release it. Choose not to sit with that because that's going to hold you back from taking action. And it's just about the action. It doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done. It doesn't matter who you are. You can always start anew. You can always learn something new. You can always begin right now. And maybe it's a small action you know, small actions every day, and that's okay. And you're never going to get it right. There's no such thing as perfectionism. You know, that word is just meaningless. And it's all a learning. It's all an evolution. It's all a growth. And that's completely okay. So give yourself that permission. Give yourself permission to fuck it up. Give yourself permission to mistakes. But always follow your intuition and come back to yourself and take care of yourself and what you need. Before you go, make sure you grab our webinar, Four Problems Feminist Entrepreneurs Need to Overcome in Order to Have a Successful Business. In this totally free webinar, you will learn these four problems and we guide you to take action to overcome them. You will get a workbook alongside the webinar. Go to www.feministcoachacademy.com. And if you're interested in joining any of our current classes in Feminist Coach Academy, go to feministcoachacademy.com and you can sign up for any or all of our current classes. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe, rate and write us a review, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you.